This is the Danny Britt Show, a weekly look at Benedictine Cadets football on ESPN Radio WSEG Savannah Hilton Head. Now, here's your host, Christian Gokel. Welcome in, Benedictine fans. It is officially football season for your defending state champion, Benedictine Cadets, and there's no other way to kick off the season with with the head man himself, Danny Britt, for the first edition of the Danny Britt Show here in 2022. Again, coming off just a sensational season last year where we saw so many stars uh, that had been in this Benedictine uniform for four years move on uh, with a ring on their finger to the next level. Obviously, looking forward to watching those guys on Saturdays, but a ton of people to replace, but a ton of young talent coming back for this team that GPB just ranked as the number one team in quad a so so many storylines to dive into but is it it is officially football season there's football on the docket for later this friday so to break it all down with us the head man himself danny brick coach it's i don't know about you but this week a little bit yesterday but especially today i don't know if the weather gods were with us but the humidity's down there's a little bit of coolness in the air It, it feels like football season outside it definitely does, Christian. Yesterday, uh, I was uh, grilling uh, for for Stephanie's uh, one of Stephanie's cheer teams, and was outside. I said, "Oh my gosh, it actually feels like fall." So uh, it, it's really, really nice with the weather. Um, and yeah, the humidity's been down, and it, it's really nice and excited for for football to get started and kicked off here. Well, quickly, you know, like I do, this is what we call fake fall, right? This is here for two, three days before eighty percent humidity and ninety degrees is back. It's still going to be 90 degrees later today. (laughs) (laughs) It is what it is. Well, Coach, as I mentioned in the open there, man, defending state champions, uh, I know the guys getting their rings, a lot of uh, really special players uh, for this program over the last four years, moving on to the next level. What's this offseason been like? Because obviously one of celebration, uh, but also one where once you guys kind of close that door in the coaching office, you go, dang, we, we got some holes to fill. It definitely has been exciting and certainly proud of, of the you know the guys the team from last year and um, you know and proud of the things they were able to co- accomplish and continue to go off to school and accomplish and and uh, so you want to celebrate them accordingly but um, but also you know there's a lot of work to do and that's exciting it's exciting to see who's going to step up who's going to fill these roles and and uh, you know um, and then like I said. Uh, you know, last week I woke up and that excitement went to to nervousness uh, about making it happen because it comes up on you very quickly. So we understand there's a lot of work to do, but that's part of it. And you know, we want to be a program that continues to have success. Uh, you know, every year, and uh, you know, we're working really hard to make that happen. It's an interesting dynamic because you do have just such a mass exodus of talent, and typically with state champion teams, that's what you see, right? They're they're senior led teams with excellent football players, but I do think it creates that interesting dynamic where you have a bunch of young guys who got to kind of sit there, wait their turn behind uberly talented seniors who are now gone. Probably not guys who sit there and feel like, hey, this was given to me. Like, no, this is my turn now. And instead of saying, hey, we want a state championship last year, probably a little bit of pressure in a good way on them that they want to prove themselves and say, hey, I'm ready to pick up this mantle. Yeah, very well said, Christian. Because uh, that—that's the way a lot of them feel. Uh, a lot of these guys are like, "Hey, great respect for the guys going out, but now it's our turn." And 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 we use that as coaches. We we let them know, "Hey, 
do you want to be the, 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 the class or the, the group that, you know, doesn't succeed, doesn't have the success? And so there is pressure. There's going to be pressure every year at Benedict and uh, certainly now to, to have success. And, and those guys understand that. And it does, it actually makes you better. You know, pressure, pressure makes you better in, in everything that you do. Now, you guys have a fascinating schedule, and we're going to dive into just taking a look at the team here, uh, but I want to start with an overview of the season. You guys have a really interesting schedule uh, starting this week off against a team you know very well uh, in Jenkins as a home game for you guys, but after that, hitting the road uh, with your, I guess, return trip for Christopher Columbus out of Miami. A little bit later in the season, you guys are going down to Jacksonville to take on Bowles. Uh, Ware County coming up later this year at Ware County. So in total, uh, you guys are going to play at six different stadiums this season, which if you're a high school football fan and you're not familiar with the Savannah area, might not sound like much, but for a team based in Savannah to play in six different stadiums, that's a lot for one season. It, it is. I mean, it's going to be um, a, a really good uh, year, a very tough year. I've tried to explain to our supporters that, you know, we could very easily have uh, three uh, or more losses halfway through the season and still be a good enough team to make a run for a championship. Uh, so, but that's where we're at now. That's the type we're going to play. I think it's exciting, you know, for eighth grade, seventh, eighth grade kids to be able to look and say, hey, I'm going to go to Benedictine where I can play in Miami and take those type of trips, you know, where we visit college uh, college facilities and and, and Stay in really nice hotels and that sort of thing. Um, play at places like Bowles and Ware County, and just that—that's the type of program we want to have. And the the boys are excited. It's going to be an absolute grind, and we know that. And we just got to keep our you know our, our faces down and keep working and 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 make them the best we can be. Coach, catch us up. What has this past month looked like for you guys? Because I know every team does it a little bit different, but the past 30 days is really where you get the players back and start ramping up uh, towards the season. So what has this past month looked like for you guys? Yeah, it's been been a lot. We come back from the dead week, and we uh, we only do one seven on seven. I'm not a huge seven on seven guy. Uh, uh, we do it against each other in June, and then July we uh, traveled to Hoover, Alabama, and played in the seven on seven tournament there, and, and did well. Um, uh, came back and continued working, and you know, offered some camps and you know a number of different camps, and had over 200 kids come through here for that, and. And then we started up on our stuff, and that starts with the uh, the helmet only conditioning week, which is actually a light the, the lightest week of the summer for the kids because they mandate you only have two hours, which normally we're spending three and four with them during the summer. So uh, we do that six to eight a.m. One to make sure that we don't have weather issues, and 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 you know, and two to make it a little tough to make those kids there, and then three so we can as coaches can then offer the camps after that practice. So uh, they, they did a good job of that. Now, unfortunately, we didn't get to have a, a varsity camp this year because our school started uh, basically August 1. So we would practice real early in the morning, feed them breakfast, and then they uh, went to school, you know, registration and all the stuff they had, and then we'd be back in the afternoon, and we did that. Uh, during that first week of August. And, and then, of course, last week had a scrimmage against Tombs that we prepared for and went and played in Lions and 
and now ready for week one. And we're going to come back and talk about the players that we're going to see on the field for the cadets in 2022, a ton of exciting names. Uh, but coach, before we go to break, I wanted to ask you, Jeremy Pruitt, a little bit earlier this offseason, spoke about Kirby Smart and how he's kind of uniquely prepared uh, to be the coach of a defending national champion just because of the experience he had with Nick Saban at Alabama, right? Watching him win all those national championships. He was there for the first one. And what Jeremy Pruitt said was he saw the pitfalls. He, he saw potentially where you could slip up in the offseason trying to come back and defend a national championship. You're a guy who's won three state championships now, so you've had two offseasons in the past where you have gotten to see what a team looks like following a state championship. What are some of those uh, pitfalls that he could have been mentioning there, and what have you guys learned during your championship years and the years after about navigating? Because, I mean, that's the ultimate goal, right? Defend the state championship. Yeah, but well, one, uh, and, and it's obvious, but it doesn't mean it's easy. Uh, you got to let it go. And there's nothing like winning that last one. And you accomplished your, everything that you set out to do, and it's it's so rewarding. And you want to kind of live off of that, and uh, and it's human nature. So we, you do, but then you have to then turn that and, and, and use that same energy to forget it and let it go. Um you know, I talk to my coaches like, don't, don't, don't wear your rings unless it's to a unique event or something. You know, don't talk about it. We don't talk about repeating. You don't talk. It, it's over. This is a new group, so you have to just immediately cut that cord and, and move on and realize it's a new group and don't even mention that whole thing and let it, you know, let it be gone. Uh, you know, and then with the kids, they start thinking, well, if we just do it again that way this is going to happen, and that's not the case. I mean, one, every group's unique, and you have to be able to adjust how you practice, how you prepare, what you do schematically uh, according to what you have that year. So, you know, those those things happen, and, and it, it seems easy, but it's extremely difficult to manage. Well, we're going to take a look at some of those players who – have the responsibility of picking up where a bunch of great leaders have left off there for the cadets in 2022. We're going to come back with more right here on the Danny Britt Show. More Benedictine Cadets football. The Danny Britt Show on ESPN Radio. This is the Danny Britt Show taking a look at the 2022 cadets. You'll be able to hear us here every Monday night throughout the season. And Danny Britt, the head football coach of the cadets, kind enough to take some time with us and Looking at this team, Coach, I want to start on the offensive side of the ball. Let's just get them out of the way because there's a ton of articles and we've talked about them a ton. Luke Cromanhawk's a dude. We're excited to see him. Uh, what style of quarterback are the Cadets fans going to see on the field this season? Yeah, Luke's going to be exciting to watch. Um, you know, true football fans will be excited to watch his progression because he's going to make some mistakes and, you know, do some things that are a little unorthodox at first because he's new to it. Um, no matter how talented he is, he's new to it. So uh, it's going to be fun to watch him there. And, and he is, uh, you know, a, a big kid, six, almost 6'4", six, uh, big arm, just like you saw with Holden, uh, that type. But he can really run, and he's a really physical type guy. So you're going to see, you know, when things break down, he, he run, have be, you know, run on some cold runs, some reads and just really be able to you know, do it well. We're trying to work on him sliding. I don't know if that's <laughs> in his repertoire, but because um, it's definitely not his mindset. But um, 
He's going to be exciting to watch, a really, really live arm, and, and, and watch him play. Yeah, hard to teach a strong safety uh, how to slide. But I wanted to get the quarterback out of the way. No offense to Luke. Uh, he's a really great kid, but my heart and my soul always lives at the line of scrimmage. And I, I think this season's really interesting for you guys, Coach. And I know if there is one thing maybe keeping you up at night, it's that you lost so many seniors off that offensive line. What is that unit looking like headed into the season? Well, first of all, there's a lot of things keeping me up at night, but yeah. yes, that that is one of them. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's uh, we've got a lot of guys kind of vying for those five positions, and you know, with off- offensive line, it's typically you don't like to rotate guys in. You yeah. like to find your group and let them really develop that synergy to, to you know being able to work together and, and kind of think as one. So we're working on that, but right now we have ten to twelve guys who are kind of vying for those five spots. We have a number of seniors that have, have you know, have an opportunity, LeVar Lodeholt and, and, and Ray Akins, Hunter Odom, you know, those guys are Andre Dixon who are trying, uh, who are working, you know, at that. And then we have some other guys that for the scrimmage the other night uh, that came in. Um, and, you know, Lawrence Rivers was at center. Uh, looks like he did a pretty good job. Um, uh, eyeing on at, at a guard. Uh, and, I, and I thought he did a good job, uh, you know. And then you know, two two tackles that are one's a junior and one's a sophomore, and um, Jacoby Ward, which has offers already, and he's he's going to be a lot of fun to watch in the future. But he's a baby, still growing, still developing. Uh, and Cole Walker at another tackle, uh, you know, who can be a really really good player, and, and is developing every day we we watch him practice. Now, Coach, interestingly, on the other side of the ball, because I know going into last season, this was something we were talking about, like, ah, do we have the dudes up front to stop people, right? I feel like if there is a strength coming into the season on the defensive side of the ball, obviously that linebacker group is great, but one that we can point to and say, hey, this could kind of be the calling card of this defense. Uh, You have a guy like Cole Simeon coming back who really, I thought, caught fire as the year went. You have Jeremiah Thomas, a guy who... Man, he's got the, the Grady Jarrett metrics, right? Six feet tall, 300 pounds. And then you have a freshman coming in and Cameron Cody, uh, who's close to another 300-pounder. I mean, if those guys can continue on their trajectory from the end of last season, that could be one of the strengths of the team. Oh, definitely. We expect that front seven on defense to be the strength of the team all day long. And um, and, and those you mentioned, are doing, Elijah Alexander's another one. Uh, you know, college offers, defensive lineman, you know, 6'4", almost 6'5", long arms, just, just a really good football player. And then and with Cody, yeah, tremendous talent. Um, he's still a baby, still learning, and that takes time, you know, to play at the next level and to do things, you know, in a certain way. But, um, but uh, yeah, just that could definitely be a strength of our team. Now, Jeremiah Thomas, I know a guy who kind of tra- changed the way you guys could call your defense a little bit last year when he started stepping up. Uh, and playing consistently, going from that sophomore to the junior season, what were you looking for to see the most out of him? Yeah, I, I want to see him grow as, as you know mentally and emotionally as much as anything. Um, sometimes you know he would he would be a little up and down at that position, although he did a very good job last year. But you know we want to see him grow and just be more consistent in, in his work and his motor and in how he does things. Now, what is that inside linebacker spot looking like? Because last year we saw kind of a rotation there. One guy that didn't rotate was Bryce Baker. Uh, but next to him, what's that rotation going to look like? Yeah, well, actually, we moved, we kicked Bryce out to uh, to the Sam, uh, to the outside strong linebacker, and 
And um, we've got a new kid in that moved from California, uh, from St. John's Bosco, um, Jonathan Hardy, who's come in and just really done a good job there. And Wilts Albert has, at this moment, taken the other inside linebacker spot. Uh, and both of those guys in the scrimmage were playing lights out really fast, really physical, um, and excited excited for them. And I thought they had done a good job. And then Kieran Glover would be another one rotating in there on the inside. So for the fans listening at home, uh, taking a look at what Bryce Baker's going to do, something similar to what Holden Saf's role was last year, right? Exactly, exactly. That That's where he, he kicked out there. And he's, he's very, very athletic, as you know, and, and uh, that is a – good spot for him coach going to the skill guys on both sides of the ball because i know uh you would like to as much as possible not see a rotation between them just keep guys on offense and keep guys on defense but a guy uh like zaquan bryan i mean are, are we looking at another justin thomas situation where like look man i'm gonna need 80 90 snaps out of you a game uh without a doubt without a doubt and and of course he's done that he did that last year too um it was going to be easier when you're just playing receiver and in, in corner, uh, but this year playing you know a slot, which is going to be running the ball, blocking more, um, and then actually right now we're playing him at free safety just cause kind of out of necessity, and uh, and of course he's a really good free safety too, uh, but uh, he can he can run the alley very well, um, but uh, so yeah we're going to need Zaquan just to to do everything uh, and and then some. Now, Lamont Mitchell, a guy I know last year, just a super talented athlete uh, and started to come into his own a little bit as the year went, played running back, fullback, and inside linebacker for you guys. Where do you project him playing most this year? He is taking over the buck uh, for Matt Cromenhawk. And, um, you know, again, very athletic, uh, very physical player. So we got great expectations for him there. Um, he will still play some running back. Ack Edwards, if we, as long as we can keep him healthy, uh, he'll be that that you know fullback as we call it, running back spot. Sure. Uh, and then Lamont will rotate in with him as well as several other guys, as well as Bryce Baker. All right, I don't want to get any mean emails. So, coach, tell me about what the kicking game is looking like. Yeah, so all those guys are back, and that's exciting. Um, you know, Joseph Stover's back as a long snapper, and. And he's you know done a very good job with that and, and works tirelessly on it. Uh, Hudson Grove uh, is back as our kickoff guy and and deep field goals. He hit a 33 yarder in the scrimmage, I believe it was, and had two touchbacks. Did a really good job there. And Asher Sigmund is our extra point and short field goal guy and punter. And uh, Asher, in the one punt we had the other night, he. he punted you know 40 yard beautiful punt and uh so we're excited to have those guys back uh, uh this year we're going to come back we have a game on the schedule coming up is officially football season in savannah your cadets are going to take on the jenkins warriors coming up this friday night we're going to come back preview the game next right here on espn radio Cadets football talk continues the danny Britt show on espn radio Welcome back into the Danny Britt Show game week here for your cadets as they welcome in the Jenkins Warriors, a team that they're very familiar with, uh, but an interesting note this year, not a region game for the cadets, but one that is going to be, I think, fascinating to start the season. Uh, Coach, you look at the Warriors and they're a team that has a bunch of power five talent. Uh, You look at 
Uh, Tavian Gatson, a defensive lineman for them who just committed to Florida State, a guy who can really uh, bend the edge for them. But I think interesting is week one playing against a Tony Welch offense, right? A run heavy, a lot of misdirections, a lot of counters, something that if the team's not in the right mindset for week one can give you trouble all day. Yeah, definitely. And in the uh, Abel's Eye on and More uh, scouting report, uh, we've established uh, they have some really good football players, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Tavion's one of them. Uh, I believe he just committed to Florida State. Know what you said? Yes. Um, and uh, just a very good, huge football player. So uh, they have a number of those guys on the defensive side. So going to be a major challenge uh, for us. Um, offensively, they run the old-fashioned wing tee. Uh, and so, uh, you know, that's something that our guys get to work against some, uh, against ourselves. Uh, what they do is a little bit different, but, um, but they, you know, hopefully we'll be able to be used to that somewhat. And, uh, but yeah, it's, it's a great, a great challenge to start the year for sure. I know we had mentioned the center position in the last segment, coach, but going up against a defensive line like this first game taken over as the starting center, what kind of pressure is that like? Uh, making sure you're communicating, and then how much more does that put on Luke making sure his offensive line's making the right calls as well? Yeah, it does. It is a lot of pressure. And, you, you know, um, fortunately, we feel like we're pretty good on that side of the ball, too. So uh, they've worked against uh, some really good, really good, you know, defensive front. So hopefully that, that will help prepare them a little bit more. But that, it's definitely hard when you're, you're facing those type, type of athletes and, and you're having to do it in the first game, and especially when you're brand new. There you go. Coming up this Friday night against the Jenkins Warriors, trying to kick off, start 1-0. Danny Britt, kind enough to take some time with us. Coach, we'll see you out there on Friday night. All right. Thank you, Christian. I appreciate it. Coach Britt and I were talking about that defensive front, how it could potentially be one of the strengths of this team in 2022. And one of the key figures of that front seven, a guy who's played a lot of snaps for your cadet, senior defensive lineman Cole Simeon, kind enough to take some time with us today. Cole, I appreciate you being on with us, man. I know uh, this time of year – Usually the best and the worst for football players because you're back, you're playing football, but, man, it's hot outside and you guys aren't doing anything but hitting each other. Yes, sir. Now, you guys coming off of defending a state championship, uh, what has this offseason been like? Because I know uh, you've been a cadet for four years now, so you've gone through four different offseasons. How has this offseason been different? Uh, this offseason hasn't really been any different. Been doing the same thing we've been doing, just going out, hitting the field hard and getting after it. Now, you're a guy who really saw your game elevate to the next level uh, as you guys hit the last couple games of the regular season, but especially uh, through the postseason. What have you and your coaches identified as what it's going to take for you to take that next step? Uh, it's just going to take me stepping up and being a leader. I mean, like you guys are saying, I'm the, I'm the head of this defensive unit, so it's just me taking responsibility and leading my team to what we can do best. Now, looking at this defense, we were talking about the front seven and how it could have a little bit different look uh, than last year. Guys like Bryce Baker and Lamont Mitchell moving from their inside linebacker positions, uh, going out and replacing guys uh, like a Matt Cromanhawk or a Holden Sapp out there. And then you have uh, two guys with experience playing inside linebackers, but some new guys up the middle for you. Uh, tell us about some of the guys you're excited to be playing with on this defense. I'm excited to be playing with... Uh... Jonathan Hardy at best. I mean, it's a great guy. He'll run down. He'll hit you in the mouth. And just our defensive line that we have, we've all stepped up and we've just made a name for ourselves. Now, Jenkins, uh, your first game of the year, a team you guys are very familiar with, a team that has a big-time 
offensive line, and when I say big, I mean they're just actually big human beings. Uh, what kind of challenges do they present to you guys running that wing T offense? Uh, it possesses a big challenge. I mean, nothing that we haven't seen before, but it's just something to get us ready for what we'll see later in the year. How excited are you just get back out there and get going into the season? Because I know uh, this time of year when you guys are just hitting each other, it can turn into a slog. How ready for you uh, for this start of the season? Oh, I've been really ready for this. I've been waiting for this since the last snap of last year. I mean, I just love being out on the field, playing the game that I love. There we go. Cole Simeon, a senior defensive lineman for your cadets. You'll see him and the rest of that cadets defense coming up this Friday at Memorial Stadium as they take on Jenkins kickoff set for 730. Cole, we appreciate the time, man. Good luck on Friday. Thank you for having me. That's going to do it for this week's edition of the Danny Britt Show. We look forward to having everyone tune in on Friday night as your cadets kick off the season against the Jenkins Warriors.